0: Good morning again. <laughs> well, you guys get to be my, my test subjects uh, this morning because I will be giving a similar uh, message this evening, but I will be breaking it up into three mini-messages. And the focus of the message today is love. Um, so... What is love? we know in John three sixteen it says, "For God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son that whoever would believe in him shall not perish but have eternal life here at New Hope Community Church, uh, for those of you that are new or with us this morning, uh, we talk a lot about love, we talk a lot about love, and for good reason. Uh, because we believe that our calling as Christians can be summarized in the words of Jesus when responding to the expert in the law, law's question in Matthew 22:36. 36. This teacher of the law asks, trying to trap Jesus, he asked Jesus this, teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? And Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. This is great news, right? It's a pretty simple command. Pretty simple, I would say, right? Love is all you need. Sound familiar? Sounds like the Beatles and Jesus are on the same page, right? Clearly. (laughs) Uh, This gets down to kind of a, a recurring theme that we've seen through our most recent sermon series, that words often don't mean the same thing to different people depending on your background or your family experience or whatever other things you've been through in life, this word love can mean a lot of different things, right? You with me? Let me give you some examples. If you're familiar with my family, the Reardons, we are very expressive people. We We feel our feelings strongly, and we express them strongly. Um, This is something that I see with the majority of my siblings, and it's certainly reflected in my father. If you've ever met him, he feels real strongly. And so words like love actually for me come really easy as we learn about what Jesus said and as we learn about what we're supposed to Be as believers, as Christians, it seemed very natural for me to tell people that I love them. If you've been here for a little while and you've received emails or communication from me in any manner, you might realize that I say that to you, and I mean it. I mean it. This doesn't come so easy for some, right? I know people that grew up and, you know, love was kind of like a dirty word, didn't say it. Or maybe they had really hurtful home life. And so to say I love you felt dangerous. Maybe that was your experience. I know when my brother Colin and I were growing up, uh, both of us decided to, to do some dating. And usually the word love came into the picture by like date two or three. For a lot of ladies, that was really uncomfortable. <laughs> but we were perfectly cozy with it. So I feel good about my coziness with love because I think God is cozy with love. When I, uh, I started a business in, in 2007 and the business ended up building into a community-based business. And it was my practice in business to tell my customers and to tell my employees how much I loved them. How much I cared about them, deeply cared about them. And I remember thinking a few years ago as I was going to one of the events that we host. And there's 100 uh, there's a, a plus people there. And man, I heard the word, I love you so much. This is a bunch of dudes, you know, a lot a lot of guys, we get one or two girls. The rest is all like guys in this community. They're just more drawn to the, thi- the, to, to the card games that we play, I guess. Um, but all these guys are telling each other they love each other. My employees are telling the customers they love them. The customers are telling my employees they love them. People are telling me they love me. You want to know what's interesting? feels really good to hear that you're loved. It also feels really good to tell people you love them. This love that was spreading, and it wasn't directly tied to their love of God, but they had seen it in me. Guess where that love came from? That love came from God. And so they, I modeled that, and then they reproduced it. And it really built an incredible Loving, caring community. And I thought, I would love to see that in a church where we believe (laughs) that we're to love people and love God. Man, it'd be cool if we saw that type of love and community in church. I believe that still. So, what is love? Today, we're celebrating the birth of the king, the birth that brings great joy to all people. And we've heard it said that God so loved the world, but what does this love look like and how can we learn together how better to love God and love neighbor? I want to talk about two different types of love. There's a lot of different types of love. Uh, But I want to talk about, this I think is going to draw our attention to the love that we're speaking to today. There is a love that loves because an object has value. Chad's got a nice bike. I bet he loves his bike. And he loves riding his bike. I'm picking on you today, Chad. Many of us love hiking, biking, doing different things. And we love the things that we do. And we love the equipment we have because they cost money to get and so we love them. I have a house, it costs some money. I love my house, right? We got kitchen cabinets. I love our kitchen cabinets, those are great. So there's a love that is because an object has value, but often we can struggle feeling valuable, right? Often we can struggle feeling valuable. I don't know about you, But I often don't live up to my own standards. And so it can leave me wondering, how do I live up to God's standards? I have good news this morning, I hope. I hope it's good news. Hopefully you can receive this as good news. But this morning, I believe that there is a love which gives value to the object. I believe there is a love that gives value to God the object. Let me give you an example. When I was younger, I used to run. I was pretty decent at it. And, uh, and my family didn't have a lot of, of, of money to spend on extra things, but my dad always supported me in my running. And so every so often, I'd get a new pair of shoes. And I loved those shoes, but I knew I had to take those shoes quite a ways, And when I got the next new pair of shoes, I continued to love the old pair of shoes because I needed the new pair of shoes to last. So I would love on those old pair of shoes until the sides were busting out and all the cloth had kind of faded away. And I remember one summer, I'm working at a summer camp and my lovely walk around shoes were so blasted out. I took scissors to them and turned them into sandals. It just made sense. And being a young man, those shoes reeked. They were gross and they had zero value. But I loved them. And because I loved them, they had value. Well, in 1 John 4, 10, it says this. This is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. To me, this opens our eyes to the reality that our value is great because our great creator so loves us. Our value is great because our great creator so loves us. Maybe you're an old sandal shoe, but God so loves you that your value is limitless. Your value is limitless. I spoke a few weeks ago about Ephesians uh, 1.18, and and in this uh, text, it talks about that God, that we are his great inheritance, we his people. If you've accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior, then God, We are God's glorious inheritance, his treasure. He so loves us. Love is in his very nature and is in the very nature of our glorious creator, God. We see this in 1 John 4, 8 and 16. It says, God is love. God is love. So what this means is when we are looking back at the question that I posed at the front of this message, what is love? We need to look to scripture to see the nature of God so that we can understand what love really is. If we know that God is love, we can also look in this season at the incredible events in Bethlehem and say, love was born. The birth of Jesus is the most incredible expression of God's love for us and for all creation that has ever been made. So what do we do with this love of God, this value that we have because God so loved us? Well, let's start with a simple practice. We're gonna, I'm gonna, Try this on you, hopefully participation's great i'm hoping it's even there's more participation this evening, so we're going to set the bar here. I want you to look to a person next to you and say, "God so loves you." we're in trouble we're getting there though we're getting there. Excellent. All right, now look at the person you didn't choose and let them know that God so loves them." <laughs> Earlier we heard uh, 1 John 4, 7 through 12. I'm going to read it again just so that it's fresh on our minds. Dear friends, let us love one another for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us and his love is made complete in us. Two elements that I'd like us to kind of take in from this is that the love of God is a gift to us. It says in, uh, what verse was it here? Just verse seven. Dear friends, let us love one, one another for love comes from God. It's a gift. And you thought the best stuff might be under the Christmas tree. But the best gift that we receive is the gift of God's love. And it's a gift that keeps giving. Jesus was also a gift, a gift of love. To us, we cannot earn God's love like my old shoes couldn't earn my love, but they had my love and so they had value. Romans 5.8 goes like this, but God demonstrates his own love for us in this, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Whether or not we're that old shoe, God loves us, and that love gives us value. This wonderful gift was given so that we could do like verse 9 in 1 John 4 says. This is how God show his, shows, showed his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. In living through him, we surrender ourselves to living lives that reflect the same love given to us in God, uh, in God's one and only son, to others. Here at New Hope, we have been learning about the fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And I've mentioned that a part of God's nature is love. When we are led by the Spirit, trusting God, uh, then that pure love, God's love, will be evident in our lives. What does that look like? Jesus puts it like this in John 15, 12. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love is has no one than this to lay down one's life for one's friend? I want to invite up the worship team. As we wrap up our time together this morning, um, I would just like to encourage us to evaluate uh, this time of year. It can be exciting or stressful for a lot of different reasons. But if you believe that God so loved the world that he sent his only son, then you have an opportunity to be love multipliers and as we are receiving or celebrating the birth of Jesus the greatest gift of love ever given I hope that that encourages, drives us, motivates us to love so as we wrap up our time this evening singing uh, actually nope that's about that's about tonight sorry sorry wrong notes As we wrap up tonight, or this morning, singing, my mind, singing and celebrating the birth of Jesus, let's ask God that he would show us how to be led by the light of love so that we can truly commit to the great command, loving God and loving neighbor.